0: If you think about it when you identify a weakness that is a chance to grow that is a chance to expand that is a chance to step into a next level you it's not a burden it's actually a blessing in disguise to take you to the next level version of you and i'm not saying a new version of you i'm saying the next level version of you because Who you are is enough. You don't need all these new fancy, shiny things. You gotta start with who you are and that includes your weaknesses. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can. But we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection, because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection. That is just part of the journey, and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope y'all are having a wonderful week, day, month. I just said y'all, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say y'all, if I've earned the rights to say y'all. I've been living in Texas for about a year now. So y'all slips out here and there because I'm just in the environment now where it's normal. But whenever I say it, I do feel like a bit of an imposter because I'm not a true Texan. I'm California and living in Texas. And whenever I say I'm from California, I like hold my breath because <laughs> either the person who's asking where I'm from is also from California or going to hate me because they're a true Texan and they do not want Californians in here. But of the time, that person is also from California. So then instead of holding my breath, I can let out a big sigh. But we're just going to ignore that the y'all came out. If you are somebody who is listening from Texas and a bit offended that I am living here from California, I still want to be your friend. So sorry about that. But that is not what the episode is going to be about. Texas versus California rivalry. That was just a side note. But... I wanted to also encourage you guys to take a hard look at what your conversations with friends look like. This is not what we're going to talk about in the episode, but I had just a little coffee date with one of my girlfriends today and it prompted this podcast episode and it prompted a source of creativity and it prompted a source of inspiration and that's how you should be leaving your meetups with friends. Are your friends building you up? Are you inspiring each other? Are you honest with them? Are they honest with you? Are you having fun? Because really, life is so freaking short to be hanging out with people that just don't do any of that for you. And I get it. I'm not saying all friendships, every time you meet every time you hang out with them, needs to be like amazing and inspiration. Like, no, you can also sit on the couch and watch The Bachelorette if that's what you want to do or go on a walk in the park and just be with each other. But I'm saying I, I mean, honestly, I just don't even want to waste my time telling you why you should be hanging out with um, people that inspire you and lift you up. Like that should just be common sense. But unfortunately, I feel like there's so many girls out there that are that do have toxic toxic friendships in their life and i have a whole podcast episode on green flags and red flags in friendships so i encourage you to scroll down and start there but i just wanted to put that out there because I am telling you, life is just so much more freeing when you have people in your corner that you can collaborate with, that you can grow with, you can just be yourself with, even when things aren't perfect or you're not perfect. As I mentioned, I met with one of my girlfriends earlier at a coffee shop and she was asking for some advice. Um, of how to start a podcast. That's, some, that's something that was placed on her heart and she wants to do. So she was asking me just opinions and I am not an expert in this space, okay? I'm not a podcast co- coach or, you know, any of that stuff. But I feel like girls today are wanting to protect constantly what they know and they don't want to share their knowledge and they feel like Um, People are just wanting to copy them. Like the the thought process can be, why is she copying me? She wants to do what? Like she's going to do better at, she's going to be better at it than me. Like just a sense of jealousy. Guess what? For me, I hope my friend's podcast pops off. I hope she has a million one downloads quickly because I know that that's going to bring her happiness. And I want her to be happy as one of her good friends. So approaching it that way with a grateful heart that she feels like she can trust me and looks at what I'm doing as a sense of inspiration, like that inspires me, you know? But to be completely honest, I have been even a little clouded in regards to my episode topics lately. You guys know I like to be real with you and that's why I'm just being honest and letting you know that and giving you insight into how I'm feeling. But after my little coffee shop date with her, I am inspired I'm inspired to take action, to pour out my gifts, my energy, and now look, I'm sitting here behind a mic recording a podcast episode. So that's a testimony to the people I have in my corner to inspire me, and I just hope that that can be the same for you, or too, that I can be that for you, and I hope and pray that you do some reflection into the people that you have around you. If you feel like you're needing to just change it up a little bit, um... But speaking of community, your corner, who you have in your corner, connect with me on social media at the Girl Who Can podcast or at Aris Lujano. I am your friend. I'm in your corner. Yes, I don't personally know you. I'm just a voice in your ear right now, but I want to get to know you and who you are, your name, where you're from. So shoot me a DM at either of those accounts or linked in the show notes and just introduce yourself. I love hearing from you guys what you want more from the show, what you learned from this episode or previous episodes, or just say, hey, what's up? Like I said, we're friends around here. So let's just get into the podcast episode. And when I, what I want to talk about today is weaknesses, the stuff we all feel like we're not good at, what we should improve on, what we want to be better at, what we feel the next girl beside us can do, but we can't. Like, yeah. All of that stuff, the stuff that kind of just makes us cringe at the end of the day, honestly, or we tend to avoid, not talk about, hide. Maybe we even point fingers at other people because you want to deflect um, people from looking at you and seeing what your weaknesses are. Like that's a real thing as well. But how I'm going to open this conversation is just sharing some of my weaknesses. I feel that I currently have because I am definitely not perfect. And I honestly think that weaknesses are a beautiful thing. Because in the weakness, there is opportunity. If you think about it, when you identify a weakness, that is a chance to grow. That is a chance to expand. That is a chance to step into a next level you. It's not a burden. It's actually a blessing in disguise to take you to the next level level version of you. And I'm not saying a new version of you. I'm saying the next level version of you because who you are is enough. You don't need all these new fancy, shiny things. You got to start with who you are. And that includes your weaknesses. So getting into my own personal weaknesses. I am a controller and I don't like spontaneity. This is something that I realized, uh, realized about myself as of pretty recently, actually. Um, I used to consider myself a bit of a free bird, honestly. And I feel like my parents growing up would say this about me as well. I thought I enjoyed the spontaneity actions of life. I mean, I traveled abroad by myself, like just went with the flow, wherever the wind took me, essentially. But it's actually brought me a bit of frustration lately, When there is spontaneity in my life, when things are a bit off track, I am not so much of a free bird anymore. And I don't allow myself to see the beauty in the spontaneity. I don't leave room as much for spontaneity or leave room for the miracles um, to happen as often as I would like them. That's a weakness of mine. I don't leave room for the miracles. I like to control every aspect of my schedule. So that's number one. Number two weakness of mine is thinking logistically. I am more of a creative, a creative thinker. And growing up, I always, always thought being more creative was a weakness. I thought in order to be successful or be good at something, I needed to be all about the data, the logistics, hard facts, which is a 100% false narrative. I, again, recently, I feel like I'm more leaning into my own creativity because it allows me to be a thinker versus just a doer. But understanding data and being led by data and seeing the importance of it is something that I struggle with, but I definitely want to grow in. So with all of that, those are two of my weaknesses. I want to ask you, what are your weaknesses? Just kind of what are some things that come to mind for you right now when I say that. Um, Maybe you want to pause this episode and actually sit and write a list of what are my weaknesses. Like, have you actually spent some time and effort to writing it down and facing them? I feel like weaknesses are often something that we avoid, we want to avoid, because it's not like the good part of ourselves or something we necessarily go around telling everybody, but it could be something like procrastination, public speaking, difficulty asking for help, overthinking, self-criticism. I mean like, you know, you know yourself better than I do, but it's it's personal to you, but it does start with that self-awareness. And in order to increase your confidence, you have to know what you want to work towards, and that starts with knowing what your baseline is. And As I mentioned earlier, I'm not talking about transforming yourself into an entirely new you or trying to fit into a mold of somebody else. Because if you've been around for a bit, um, you're a returning listener, uh, you know I'm a big advocate of starting with who you are right now to build you up into that next step. Not a new you, A next level you, because that next level you is only able to get there with the foundation that you currently have and who you are right now and that self-awareness. And that includes your weaknesses, as I mentioned before. First, obviously, starts with identifying your weaknesses. And that is a beautiful thing. And I know you might be thinking, how is being a procrastinator a good thing? Or how is being an overthinker a good thing? Because currently it just brings me stress and anxiety and all the other things. But in order to address or work on your weaknesses, you have to tap into your existing strengths. And this is something that I've personally recognized and taken action in in myself. And I'm not asking you to just lean into the weakness, I'm asking you to look at what you have in your current toolbox, again, who you are right now. Your current toolbox includes some strengths, like you have some strengths within you look at your strengths that are in opposition to that current weakness you want to grow in. And then you can pull from your strengths to actually help you grow out of or work on that weakness. So for example, my whole creative logistical example with myself. I'm not logistical. I'm not, I don't like data, honestly, but I am creative. And so how can I use my creativity to actually make me more Logistical. Like, I know I'm not just going to be a logistical person more so than I am creative, but I can build up some skills to be more data driven, to be more logistical, and develop that side of myself. So, I decided when I want to start a new project, and my mind just naturally goes to a million different ideas or routes and thinks big. That's the creative strength of mine. But I am actually going to intentionally go to the data first and have the data drive my creativity. So now I'm leaning into my creativity strength to help me understand and apply the data and challenge myself to look into logistics first. So essentially what I'm saying here is determine how your strengths can compensate or complement your weakness. By leveraging your strengths, you can then create a more well-rounded approach to overcoming your weakness. So hopefully that makes sense. But another example here is I think something that a lot of people can resonate with is procrastination, being a weakness. Maybe you're really, this is again, so individual to you, but let's say procrastination is your weakness, but you're really good at communication. So communicate to your team, if this is a workplace thing, that this is something you're working on and you also want the team to focus on, like make it a collaborative thing. If you're really, one of your strengths is collaboration. Communicate and collaborate with them things that you're going to, you're personally going to try and implement to help overcome it and be it a challenge within the team in the office or have it be an open discussion If this is something maybe others struggle with, I get it. That's like not for everybody. Maybe you have a judgmental work environment and you can't do that. So then instead of communicating outwardly, communicate inwardly with yourself. Talk to yourself in ways that remind you of your goals and replace old counterproductive thoughts that allow that procrastination to happen. Turn the strength that you have of communication with others onto yourself and be a better communicator with your own narratives. And that can possibly help you grow your own self-awareness through that. So again, hopefully this is all clicking and making sense and this is helpful, but also something to help you turn your weakness into your greatest asset and your strength is emphasizing your growth and your progress. You know, I don't have the all, all the answers to for you to work on a specific weakness. Like we could sit here for hours. If I could go into all the different weaknesses that there are in the world. And I mean, I don't have answers for all of them either because I have not experienced some things that you have. So one Ask around, look at people that you look up to that have strong skills in the weaknesses that you currently have and have conversations with them and ask them questions how they got to that position or how they developed their skills. But also just emphasize your growth and progress because as you make progress in addressing your weakness, whatever that is, like I said, it's personal to you, Please highlight and celebrate your achievements. This is huge in making your weakness an asset because when you are celebrating, you are essentially not letting the weakness consume you. And when I say celebrating, I feel like a lot of people's minds might go to, oh, well, when that weakness isn't a weakness for me anymore. Like, again, for me personally, I know currently, logistics and being data-driven is a weakness of mine. But I know that I'm fully... like It's pretty much always going to be a bit of a weakness of mine because that's just not how I'm naturally wired. I can grow in my skills in that area, but I have a greater strength in being creative. So I am not going to have myself fit into a mold that's not naturally how I operate. So when I say celebrate, just celebrate small wins. Celebrate you just taking action to work on your weakness. Because then you are not giving the weakness the power to define you or consume you. And because when you do that, like that's when shame comes in, failure comes in, comparison comes in. And that's not what I want for you. And I don't want you to feel that sense of shame. And having a weakness is not something to be ashamed of. As I said multiple times in the episode, like it really is a good starting point and a beautiful thing because it gives you the opportunity to grow. And it allows you to take action to then experience the feeling of being proud of yourself for taking action. And when you think about it, people that are successful that you look up to, all of that came from them wanting to change or improve on something in their their lives um, whether that was external or internal and internally for them that probably came from a weakness an issue a problem so you know nobody comes out of the womb just perfect okay and when i say highlight and celebrate your achievements as well i'm talking about being proud like having that sense and feeling of gratefulness, and being proud of yourself, and just having fun with this. Life is too short to be stuck in living and worrying about your weaknesses. It is time to step into your strengths and let those guide you and pick you up out of your weaknesses. And I promise you are able to transform your weakness into an asset through hard work, dedication, and patience. And this positive reinforcement that you tell yourself by celebrating your wins, um, by changing that inner narrative you have along the way will strengthen your confidence and motivate you to continue growing and allow yourself to feel happy. I feel like that's something that somebody needs to hear. Allow yourself to feel happy For some of us, I feel like that is an element of what could be holding you back. You maybe feel like you don't deserve to be happy and working on yourself is not something that you've done before or you don't know how to do and you feel like who you currently are isn't enough to take that next step. But I promise you, you even listening to this podcast is showing up to address whatever weakness you have. I'm not saying that I have the magic answer. This podcast is going to just revolutionize your life and fix everything you have going on. But no, you clicking on this podcast and reading the title and being like, hmm, that sounds interesting. You are taking action to wanting to grow. So I hope that you leave this episode feeling proud of you and showing up for you. Whether you're multitasking right now, whether you're driving, whether you're on your lunch break, whatever. Because at the end of the day, you made it a priority to be the girl who can, whether you feel it or not. And I'm proud of you because you made it to the end of the episode. (laughs) So I will get off my soapbox now. I... Hope this encouraged you in some way. Hope you took a bit, a little nugget to apply into your daily life. And if this did help you, please take a screenshot of it, put it in your stories and let me know, tag me, let me know what you learned or send it to a friend. We want to grow this community. Like I said, have inspiring conversations with friends, have fun with it. But as always, please come connect with me, as I mentioned earlier on social media. Both of my handles are linked in the show notes last But not least, if you have not done so already, I would appreciate it so much if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcast, a written review, or Spotify, wherever you might be listening. It helps the growth of the show out so much. Consider it a little gift, a token to me, and I will be forever grateful. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, week, morning, whatever, and we will chat next Wednesday. Bye, everybody.